Our heroes land in Washington, D.C., and there's an express bus from the Dr. Reagan International Presidential Airport directly to the EPA offices. The national anthem can be heard playing over the airport speakers. It was the favorite song of Dr. Reagan, and that's why he decided to become president. Blackjack, eyes reddened from tears. <laughs> you can always tell when you're back in the USA when you hear that national anthem. This place might be a shithole, but it's our shithole. Well, uh, how, how do we want to play this? Well, the captain told me the EPA was moved to the Pentagon over the slime business. Apparently, it's a threat to the environment and to the nation. You'd have to be pretty sick to get messed up with slime. We did it, like, yesterday. No, we didn't. All we did was eat cupcake and have so much fun. That was a hallucination, Oduber. That wasn't real. It was all in your head. You need to know the difference between reality and fantasy. <laughs> I ate a lot of cookie as well. Well, now we're going to get a big bowl of justice soup with a big hunk of lawful bread for dipping and a side of truth nuggets and a garnish of honor and an amuse-bouche of integrity. Five-course meal on the house. Doesn't a amuse-bouche come first? Wouldn't the integrity be a dessert then? You don't get to change it up. Why? Is that you on a plate? Is that the best you can do? When my mom was just a single struggling mother raising us rugrats without barely being able to pay our maid, she used to make us justice soup. So yeah, I'd say it's me on a plate. And guess what? We were so poor we barely paid our maid anything. She couldn't even keep her heat on. The only warmth she knew was found in a whiskey bottle, which turned out in the long run to be quite cold indeed. There's, uh, there's too many metaphors now. I'm confused. So I'm going in. Oduber draws his gun as he walks into the Pentagon. Blackjack follows. Oduber walks through the metal detector and it makes a noise and says, congratulations on your cool gun. Have fun in the Pentagon. Right beyond the metal detector, there's a kiosk with little party weenies and cheese cubes with toothpicks in them. Ooh, party weenies. He starts firing his gun into the air in excitement. A dead dog falls from the rafters. Keep calm, Oduber. We're here on business. Blackjack, didn't anyone ever tell you, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life? Blackjack, eyes welling up again. You're right, dude. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about how sad it was that our maid had such an ugly family. Oh, look, there's a EPA office. We should go in and talk to the head honcho. You, secretary, give us a meeting with your boss right now. And no dilly-dallying. We're on official business. From the government? You know the one. I can't do that. I'm Lisa Sing Song. I want to be a Broadway star. You're going to be seeing a lot of me from now on. Lisa, baby, you got the chops. I know you can make it on the silver stage of Broadway. However, we really need this meeting ASAP. If we don't figure this whole shit out, the only Oklahoma we'll be hearing about will be the one that has been nuclear bombed. When I was just a little girl, I remember seeing the silver screen. And it was so silver, and the screen... It was much bigger than my TV at home. That's when I knew that- We have too many characters already, Lisa. Fuck off! Hey, is my secretary bothering you? <laughs> She's prone to flights of fancy. I told her the script already has too many characters, but she wouldn't listen. The heart wants what it wants. Now come. Let's discuss business matters in my office. They enter the office of Agent Porky Gumneck, who locks the door behind them. He's a great big fat guy with little glasses and his fingernails are filthy from biting them and picking at his scabs. 
He's wearing casual business attire and is smoking a big green cigar. My name is Agent Porky Gumneck. Now tell me, what's your business here? You aren't investigating slime, are you? I really hope you guys aren't investigating anything right now. I was just going to watch YouTube videos of donkeys getting hit by trains until 5 o'clock. Punch in, punch out. Except that donkey ain't going home. Except to its home in the sky. To meet its maker, maybe. Which is God, by the way. That donkey sounded like a real good guy. But that's not why we're here. Ooh, gives a fuck. We got instantly derailed again. Come on, Oduber. United Front here. We aren't here to talk about the YouTube videos that this guy watches. We're here to investigate fucking slime. His family probably misses him, though. The donkey, I mean. You told me not to talk about the donkey, and then you talked about the donkey. Can I talk about the donkey some more? Oh, shit. Did you say you were investigating slime right before you mentioned the donkey? The donkey that I watched get hit by a train on YouTube? Have you ever noticed the same donkey in two different train videos? Like, have they ever survived one round and given it another go? <clears throat> Look, you guys seem pretty cool. I'm pretty relieved that you aren't here to investigate the slime thing or anything. You just seem like some cool guys who go from office to office striking up interesting conversations. And more importantly, I would wager, you seem to have a lot of fun doing it. Tell you what, do you guys like to have fun? Blackjack elbows Oduber and points out a high school diploma hanging on Agent Gumneck's wall. It says, graduate of Calgary High School, 1.3 GPA. By the way, in Canada, a 1.5 GPA is the best GPA. It's not shitty like you must have initially thought it was. But it isn't great either. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, we like to have fun. Fun? This is a world where little girls get their ugly little faces ruined by a hockey puck through their faces. And you want to talk to me about fun? I don't have fun. Fun is for fools and children and 5-3 guys like Kermit the Frog. Fun is a sick facade. It's a clown concealing a dagger. A birthday cake with a bomb inside. A gun that shoots smaller guns at you. Fun is fake. We live in a dark hole at the edge of nothing and we sputter and beg for eternity here. And that hole... It's a hockey puck, and it's going through little girl skull after little girl skull for eternity. Well, uh, you know, what about Hooters? Hooters is fun. I forgot about Hooters. Be that as it may. Cool, so it's agreed. Hooters is fun, and we all like Hooters, so we all like fun. You guys want to take the edge off with me? I got a little afternoon pick-me-up and put-me-down. Got something here that is your own personal Six Flags. And the Six Flags? (laughs) It's a roller coaster. And those flags, all flags are flown in the name of the kingdom of fun. Agent Gumneck pulls out a big vial from his desk. It's green and it looks slimy. Smart listeners would realize that this is the drug slime that we've been talking about. Want to go on spring break? In your mind? Been there. Done that. I'll admit it was a lot of fun. It was yummy and silly. I saw cookie and cupcake. But I'm afraid I'll have to pass. But I'll be honest. I see a mofo like you pushing this gunk in a government building. I got it in my mind to blast a couple holes in your brain so you got more room to think. What do you think? This is a fucking sewer? Are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles going to come out from behind a door? Are they going to offer me a pizza? Because that sounds like fun. But I don't buy it. Cough it up, ho. Yeah! We will never... Oh, shit. Blackjack, he already slurped up all the drug himself. We see Agent Gumneck pop open the vial and pour out the sloppy slime on his desk. 
He scoops the slime off his desk into his hand and slaps the slime into his mouth, then slurps it up like it is a big snotty soba noodle. Instantly, his eyes roll back in his head and turn green, and you hear him shit his pants super loud. Oh, fuck me! He's fucking dead! He's fucking dead! He shit his fucking pants! <laughs> Cupcake, uh, cookie, gooey, ooey, gooey, warm brownies and ice cream sundaes. <laughs> yummy! Yummy! <laughs> Pour some soda pop on my big banana split! Blackjack feeling around in Gumneck's pockets and finding his wallet. Unfortunately not. He's just zooted out of his fucking mind. Blackjack begins rifling through this middle-aged fat guy's enormous wallet. He takes out about $120 in soggy bills and pockets it. He tosses out some Kohl's cash, a car wash card, a subway gift card, and a lotto ticket before finding his Canadian driver's license, which is signed by the Queen instead of the Secretary of State. He's got his class ring on. Calgary High School, the fighting goalies. Class of 2016. Fuck. This guy's like 19. He looks fucking terrible. I was going to kill him, but I think he'll suffer more from fucking living like this. Just a fat kid already looking like he's 50 from fucking slime. I think life is going to do a real number on this guy. Somewhere down the line, someone's going to kill him and spread his bones all over the planet. Look here. He's got a Calgary Flames hockey sweater on under his dress shirt. Is it just this guy or is the whole EPA compromised? Blackjack opens the office door. Hey, Lisa. Lisa Singsong. You from Calgary? Born and raised. But that town couldn't hold me. So I moved south in search of the famous stage of Broadway. That's all I need to hear. This whole operation is corrupt. I'm taking over. Blackjack unloads like five bullets into her computer screen. A bunch of alarms start going off with the red lights and stuff going crazy so that everyone knows something crazy is happening. Andrew told me to call the alarms the klaxons. I do not want to call them that, but I need everyone to know that he said it. Anyway, a bunch of EPA agents all come out of their offices with their guns drawn. They look at Blackjack and Oduber and aim their laser sights on them. Freeze! We've made the whole federal government our enemy. And I wouldn't have it any other fucking way. They stand back to back, firing bullets indiscriminately everywhere, spinning in circles and walking forward, taking no cover. Goosh, 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 goosh. An agent approaches Blackjack and puts his gun in Blackjack's mouth and pulls the trigger. Blackjack puts his gun in the guy's mouth and fires a bunch until the neck falls off of his body, but his mouth is still around the gun. Lisa Singsong is trying to light a cigarette, and Blackjack shoots the cigarette to light it for her. Let's try to find a new strategy, Blackjack. I've already been shot like ten times and it fucking hurts. It stings! Tell that to little Susie Drumheller. Nothing hurts anymore where she's at. Which is hell, by the way. I thought you didn't believe in God and hell and stuff like that. I don't. But the devil, I've seen him myself. At the bottom of a bottle. Bottle full of whiskey. Or it used to be filled with whiskey. Before I drank it. Blackjack gets shot in the leg, but doesn't seem to notice or mind. Oduber keeps shooting, and then his gun clicks a bunch because he runs out of ammo. Blackjack runs out of ammo, too. Fuck! I'm out of killing fuel! Blackjack looks up and sees a Marine recruitment kiosk that is advertising free swords if you sign up for the Marines. 
He slides over to the table and adds his name and Oduber's to the sign-up sheet, then grabs two swords, throwing one to Oduber. I'm gonna chop these fucking sickos the fuck up and fucking shit on their fucking guts. I'm so sick of fucking not killing people. Once we kill all these bad guys, I gotta tell Boyce about my new dance idea. The sword dance. Boyce! Boyce Billards? You know, my boyfriend? Oh, no, no. I mean my wife's boyfriend. No, wait, I'm sorry. I mean my ex-wife's boyfriend, Boyce. Boyce? Boyce Billiards? We're all in a group text, and- Blackjack goes flying over the kiosk and cuts three guys' heads off. And then he does a cool sidestep move and cuts another guy's head off. A guy runs right at his sword, and Blackjack barely has to move it to cut the guy's head off. Another guy comes up yelling, You'll never cut my head off! And then Blackjack cuts his head off. He does a flip and cuts a different guy's head off. And then he does a backflip and cuts another guy's head off. Then he hits a button on his sword and it becomes a Darth Maul sword. And then he cuts off two guys' heads at once. Then the elevator dings and a guy steps off holding a briefcase and Blackjack cuts his head off. All of the floor is filled with heads that are rolling around and spinning and stuff. And all of their faces are all dumb and their tongues are out because they got their heads cut off. He begins to relax and a guy sneaks up behind him and Oduber cuts the guy's butt off. Then Oduber goes to each corpse already beheaded by Blackjack and starts cutting their legs off one by one. We should get out of here. I'll never sing again. Kind of ironic for a Broadway star in the making. Do not talk like you're coming back later. You are not coming back later. This is the only fucking scene you'll be in. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Just as she's hitting her stride as a performer, a million, wait, no, okay, all right, like 500 troops start storming down the hall to kill our heroes. More of the government's goons. We can't take them all, not with these butter knives. Hey, Blackjack, while I was getting shot a bunch, I got scared and I shot a big person-sized hole in the wall. Let's run into it and cover it with this poster of famous hockey player Tim Horton. Trust me, I'm Canadian. It is illegal for us to take down posters of hockey players. Come on. They dip through the wall right when the reinforcements arrive and place up the poster of Tim Horton to hide the hole. They take a breath and then turn around and gasp because they have discovered what is quite obviously some sort of secret room. You can tell it's a secret room because all the stuff is very fancy and mysterious. They have all kinds of crazy shit in here. They got a floating magical book, a secret Bible, a Penrose triangle, a gremlin trapped in a mason jar, and the Spear of Destiny. The one from the movie Constantine, and not from the Bible story from ye olden days. By the way, there's also a DVD of the movie Constantine. The disc is autographed by the director and it says, To a great friend, have a great summer. Whoa! I'm probably the dumbest guy who's ever been in this room. Look at all this expensive stuff. I've never seen a flaming key like this before. I mean, I've seen plenty of flaming keys, especially when Billy Joel goes fully fucking nuts on the piano, but I've never seen one like this. Look, it's still burning even as I submerge it in this glass of water. Billy Joel, I'm uh, I'm more of a Jimmy Buffett guy. And when you said flaming key, do you mean like a key that's on fire or do you mean a super gay key? Gay keys can only open back doors. This key. I don't know where it goes, but it's on fire. And there are a ton of Calgary Flames hockey cards framed up in here. Do you think they're related? No. Most of the hockey players seem to have different last names. Shut the fuck up. You know what I meant. You are so fucking stupid sometimes. I hate when you say shit like that. It fucking throws off my rhythm. You know what I fucking meant. The Flaming Key. Calgary Flames. 
They have to be connected. Oh, they gotta be. I'd hate to have to do any more research or reporting. Let's just assume they're related. It'll be a lot shorter, and this is the most police work I've ever done as a policeman. No, let's make Detective Doctor figure it out for us. Sure, whatever. Wait, wait, hold up, Blackjack. Check out this one hockey card. The one with the piece of Barty Sassoon's rookie jersey in it? And there's bone fragments in the jersey from when his skull got crushed and shattered all over the ice. Not that one, uh, the one next to it. See, most of these cards are human hockey players, but this one seems to be an elemental being of pure fire who only goes by the name Gord. Ah, you're right. Check out the stats on the back. He's eaten over 182 sacrifices, including 73 in the 2005 season alone. He sat out most of 2007 with an ankle thing. He was voted most exalted three years in a row. His hometown is the Black Flame beyond the mirrored moon. I'm beginning to think this Gord isn't a hockey player. I'm beginning to think that he's an ancient Canadian death god. What's he doing palling around with the flames? Wait, wait, look at this photo. It's him hanging out with the Flames All-Pro goalie Reno Caroga at the 2012 Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I don't know what's going on, but I know one thing. The government has been lying to us. Blackjack, we're part of the government. We're in the FBI. Fuck! This is a sick, dark world full of demented fucks. The puppet masters pull the strings of their puppets, which are people, by the way. And the puppet masters, they're the ones in control, in control of the puppets, which are people. The masses, who are unwashed, by the way. I bet if you look closely at those puppet masters, you'd see strings, too. We live in a world where it's just puppets all the way up. Puppets controlling puppets at the top. Some sick, twisted version of God sitting on his throne on top of his ivory tower, laughing at all the puppets. Which is us by the way. Well, I don't understand the puppet master thing at all. To me, it's more like they're kings on the chessboard, right? And they keep telling the unwashed pawns to move around and get killed. And at the top, it's not God, but it's basically a player of the chess game who's moving the king around like he's a mere pawn. And guess what? The player is controlling both sides of the board. So he's more like a God than a player. Well, if I'm playing chess against God, I know what my next move is. It's checkmate. We gotta get back to Chicago. Blackjack, how are we gonna go back? We just shot up the Pentagon. It's not like we can just walk back in at HQ like nothing happened. Cut to Blackjack and Oduber walking back into HQ like nothing happened. Oduber, Blackjack, into my office. Blackjack and Oduber walk into Captain Coldwater's office and sit down. Coldwater shuts the door and closes the blinds that they have inside of cop offices and movies. I don't know if they actually have blinds inside of cop offices in real life, but in this thing they do and he does it. After closing the blinds, Coldwater immediately starts bawling, like crying hard, like he got hit in the dick or something. <laughs> I was so fu 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 fucking scared. <laughs> Thank God you boys are safe. I don't know if my daughter's going to handle anything bad happening to you guys. We haven't even met your daughters, Chief. They've heard so much about you that they feel like they've known you since the day they were born. They're really empathetic souls. Beautiful, not only on the inside, but on the outside, too. If you're wondering, I still have those calendars somewhere. Let me just take a look here. Coldwater starts rifling through his files. Let's see. I only have this one from 2017. But they look just as good now as they did back then. These aren't old maids you're dealing with here. 
These are beautiful women in their prime. I don't think a calendar will do us much good, Captain. We're so deep in this thing, time has lost all meaning. I saw about your shootout at the Pentagon. It got a quick mention on the back page of the FBI newsletter. You're lucky you shot it up on a Sunday. They're not going to be able to procure a warrant until tomorrow. There's plenty of time to come up with evidence that you shot up the Pentagon and killed all those soldiers for a good reason. We're so sorry, Captain Coldwater. It was just... It was all a silly misunderstanding. Yeah, just a misunderstanding. Their understanding was that I gave a fuck if they lived or died. Coldwater, on the phone now. Yeah. Yeah. They're both safe. I'm talking to them now. Coldwater to Blackjack. Do you guys want to talk to my daughters? Tell them you're safe. Hold on. Let me put it on speakerphone. Let me just hit this button here and... uh. Okay, say something nice to them, girls. Tell them what you're wearing. Blackjack shoots the phone. I'm just so fucked up inside. I'm actually pretty normal inside, all things considered. We've, you know, seen and done some pretty insane stuff on this mission, and but it really doesn't bother me none. I'm not worried about the phone. It was due for a replacement anyway. I got a good plan, a family plan, which you boys will be on soon enough. Anyway, it looks like Detective Doctor is about to barge in. Sorry for barging in, but I just analyzed those hockey cards you brought back. They're really something. I had no idea that Reese Fontaine had 31 goals in 2016, but I found something even more interesting. You know the key you brought me? The one that is constantly on fire, but somehow ice cold to the touch? Doesn't really ring a bell. The non-gay key. Oh, the one that's on fire. No matter what you do with this key, it always points toward Calgary. You can spin it, throw it, try to hold it, but no matter what, it points to Calgary. I think Calgary is like their mecca or something. I don't know. I think this might lead you to Gord, whoever that is. I don't know how much you guys have figured out, but it appears to me that there's a Calgary Flames-based cult that finances itself by selling drugs made from uranium sold to them by the American EPA, which has been infiltrated by people from Calgary. And it all centers around worshiping an ancient Canadian god named Gord. Is that right? Is that what you guys are thinking? Careful, Doctor. Don't want no one thinking you know too much. Or you'll end up like little Susie Drumheller. Are you trying to tell me I smell bad? My daughters are obsessed with perfume. They make their own scents based off of a kit they bought off of Instagram, where both of them have over uh, 20,000 followers. They always smoke good. My future grandchildren are going to look and smell amazing. Little Jackie Jr. has a nice ring to it, huh, Blackjack? Being with me requires a woman who can bear a heavy load. Also, I'm kind of a lot emotionally. I'm incredibly violent, but I can't have children. I have a rare condition called Blackjack Syndrome. It's like if my cum could get constipated like poop can. It's just too hard. Some days it's barely liquid. Most of the time it calcifies and comes out like stones. When I piss at a urinal, I send shrapnel flying everywhere. It sounds like a bead store was hit by a tornado. I'm so fucked that my body invented a brand new disease for myself. But don't get me wrong, I still like to fuck, fuck, fuck. I just cum like an airsoft gun. That's why instead of having kids, I'm pretty focused on living forever. Well, I don't have any weird sex problems, but I do think you are being a little forward about us and your daughters. I'm still dealing with my divorce and, you know, having all kinds of fun hanging out with my wife's new husband, Boyce. You know, uh, billiards. 
Boyce Billiards. I have a picture of him here on my phone. He does TikToks. It's the damnedest fucking thing I've ever fucking seen. You know, it used to be only for pedophiles, but now non-pedophile old guys can use TikTok too. For his birthday, I'm getting Boyce a double wide mirror so we can practice our dances together. The kind of mirror they have in a ballet studio. TikTok, huh? <laughs> Sounds like my daughter's biological clock. I cannot wait to see the famous glow that pregnant women radiate when they got a little bun in the oven. Wombs are so fucking incredible to me. You never saw your wife glow when she was pregnant? Afraid not. I was at the war. You know the one. Which war? Hey, you guys better get to Calgary really quick. I'm looking at my clock now, and not only am I reminded of the biological clock of my daughters, but I am reminded of how time works. And you guys got to get out of the States before those warrants hit tomorrow. So sorry that I wasn't able to finish the conversation about the war I was in because we don't have time for me to say it. I understand, Captain. Say no more. Come on, O'Duber. Let's split for Calgary. Wait, Calgary, Illinois? No, the real Calgary. We got to bag us a fire demon or what the fuck ever and put this whole mess to rest for little Susie. I'm going with you. I haven't forgotten the time you guys went to the bar without me. This time I'm showing up no matter what. Fine. Fine. Whatever. Let's just Let's go. Just fucking go. On the airplane, the flight attendant does the customary thing where she offers champagne and a free Xbox to the person in seat 19A. Blackjack is in that seat again, and once again he does not care at all for these nice gifts. Then they all arrive and a customs officer gives them the business. Do you have anything to declare? Maybe a complimentary Xbox? I ate a kid when I was 19 and I just walked away. Was it in Canada? No. Not my problem. Welcome to Canada. I'm actually Canadian, so I don't have to be here. I get to just walk in. Okay. I did win an Xbox, though. Well, you're Canadian, so it's fine. I know. I've read Infinite Jest 22 times, so I'm basically Quebecois. I completely forgot that was your thing. I forgot that my thing was that I wanted to live forever, too. How could you forget? I was reading Infinite Jest the entire flight. I could barely concentrate, though, because the flight attendant kept coming on the intercom to talk about the free Xbox he refused to accept. Well, you're practically Quebecois, so go ahead. Welcome to Canada. Oh, one last thing for all of you. Did any of you shoot up the EPA recently? Blackjack tries to draw his gun, but Detective Doctor holds his arm down. No, we didn't. Can we go through now? Yes! Have fun in Canada! Make sure to check out Canadian Six Flags. It has a corner gas ride. The ride doesn't go anywhere and it isn't fun. And don't forget Canadian Walk of Fame, which for now was just Ryan Stiles and Colin Mockery. I have a feeling we're about to go down in Canadian history. Blackjack cocks his gun. What's up? Cut to Blackjack, Oduber, and Detective Doctor walking up to the big Calgary Arena in slow motion as Bad to the Bone plays. They look very cool, and there's a big fan somewhere blowing their hair back and making them look even cooler. In front of the Calgary Arena is a kind of Canadian Times Square situation, and there's a great big TV that shows breaking news. There are currently reports in Calgary that two terrorists sympathetic to the Edmonton Oilers are at large and on the rampage, and they are also going berserk. A bomb went off at the Swiss Chalet, no lives were lost, but over 200 double-leg dinners were destroyed. The government has locked down all Jack Astor's locations for security reasons. If you're trying to get crispy fried marinated chicken with stinging bee sauce, you have to get it on Doodash. 
These two terrorists have been described as one guy being kind of aggressive and dark in a dumb way. The other guy is just kind of fat and lame and dumb. They are both dumb guys and one has a medical condition where his cum is hard. We don't know anything else at this time. All citizens are advised to shoot them on sight. Fuck, they're onto us already. That's not us, my cum's normal. At least they don't know about me yet. We are also hearing reports that they are with a very pushy sort of woman. A woman who inserts herself into other people's stuff uninvited. It's unconfirmed, but it appears that this woman loves infinite jest. I don't give a fuck. I'm tired of all this fucking boring shit. I need to start taking fucking lies. I don't even care about fucking crimes anymore. Fuck crimes. Fuck Susie Drumheller. The only thing that's ever made sense to me in my entire life is this cold life taking steel in my fucking hand. I am going to shoot every single fucking person I see in the fucking head today. Come on, Blackjack. We need to wrap this case first and clear our names. Then you can go on a wonton killing spree. I don't fucking care. I'm going to shoot everyone here. Do they have a fucking Canadian Pentagon I could shoot up? Some shittier building with only four fucking sides or some fucking thing? Shut the fuck up. Check out the side of this arena here. It's Calgo, the Flaming Phoenix, the Calgary mascot. Does flaming mean that it is fruity or on fire or both? Wait, can I say fruity? Is fruity okay? Blackjack, you should take his disguise and tie him up. Sneak up real quietly, knock him out, and tie him up in the back of his car there. That's a good idea. Blackjack shoots the mascot in the head from 100 yards away. Now to just go put the outfit on. You're the coolest, Blackjack. Blackjack slowly walks over to the mascot corpse and slowly starts undressing it. He puts the corpse back into his car and puts the car in drive and walks away. According to this ad, it's Ancient Fire Spirit Bobblehead Night. The first 3,000 fans receive a bobblehead of an ancient Canadian fire god, and the fan seated in seat 19A gets a free Xbox. You go into the workers' tunnels as the mascot and try to gather info, Blackjack. Me and Oduber will get tickets and wait for your call. He already, uh, he already walked away. Cut to Blackjack roaming the halls of the Calgary Arena in full mascot regalia. There is a bullet hole in the center of the mascot head. Hey, Calgo! What the fuck did you just call me? Blackjack reaches for his gun, but it is inside of the mascot outfit, so he just sort of freezes up. He grabs the mascot's megaphone, thinking it's a gun, and starts pulling the air horn trigger in the man's face. Die, 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 die. Wow, hope you feel better, Calgo. Blackjack keeps walking away. Cut to Oduber and Detective Doctor buying tickets at the ticket office. Two tickets, please. Uh, That'll be a thousand Canadian yen or whatever. Rupees? I know a loony is a coin. That all makes sense to me as a Canadian. Here's my Canadian Tire Platinum Maple card. Put it on here, please. Eh, Canadian Tire has the best tires in all of Canada. If you buy anything other than tires at Canadian Tire, you are a moron. I know. I'm from Canada. Enjoy the game. And tonight is not only Ancient Fire Spirit Bobblehead Night, it's also Indie Game Dev Night. Dev is short for developer. That's just a little thing we say here in Canada. I know! Whoa, Indie Game Dev Night? My fave. This game is squad goals. I'm vibes-pilled, low-key. No time for all that, Miss Doctor. We gotta go find our seats. Oduber and Detective Doctor grab their tickets and start making their way into the stadium. Now remember, once we get inside, don't split up. You guys are really hard to keep track of because you're so stupid, impulsive, and violent. Come on, we need a disguise. Put these foam fingers on. On both hands? Yeah. 
That way the bad guys can't try to read your fingerprints. Hey man, I don't want to be mean, but that's just a little dumb. That's just a dumb guy thing to say. I don't know how to say it nicely. Did you listen to what I said about not splitting up? Oduber is already walking away as he saunters toward a man carrying a huge tray of cotton candy. Hey, wait up! You know what? Never mind. I'm gonna enjoy the game. I'm not missing the ceremony after the first period. They're retiring Cliffy B's jersey to the rafters. Look it up. It's not my job to explain this to you. Ma'am, who are you talking to? You get, you're Johnny Rocket? The legendary indie game dev behind Rocket League? I know. I'm easily recognizable because of my iconic haircut. That famous pompadour. I know. You know your game Rocket League? I have an idea to make it better. What if it had tennis in it, like Infinite Jest? Look, lady, I'm just here to support indie hero Cliffy B. I'm not even interested in hockey. I'm just going to sit here playing Rocket League on my Switch. You know, from Nintendo. And I'd prefer not to be yammered at. In Infinite Jest, do you prefer the themes or the motifs? I'm quite fond of both, but if I had to choose... Well, gee, it's like choosing a favorite child. But if I had to choose, I think the motifs are a little more... Cut to Blackjack in the mascot outfit, trying to figure out how to load his gun with mascot fingers in a bathroom stall. He drops a bunch of bullets on the ground and doesn't even pick them up. Calgo! Calgo, is that you? They're looking for you everywhere in the basement. I've been stuck in this costume for long enough that I don't know who I am. Maybe I am Calgo now. Or maybe Calgo was inside of me this whole time, and it only took this costume to bring Calgo out. Maybe it doesn't matter who I am. Maybe this is all that matters. Blackjack emerges from the bathroom stall, pointing a gun at the worker's head. Eh, pretty silly gun there, Calgo. Does it shoot silly string? Blackjack pulls the trigger and nothing happens. Fuck. I can't do anything right with these fucking mascot hands. <laughs> that sucks. Anyway, they told me to find you. They want you in the basement as soon as possible. Right. I am Calgo. I have always been Calgo. Where is the basement again? Oh, it's just around the corner here. And since you don't remember where the basement is, you probably don't remember the secret password, right? I do not remember the secret password, but I swear to you, I am Calgo. I am not lying to you. The worker gets really close to Blackjack and whispers, The password is, I love you. I love you too. Hey, thanks, Calgo. You know what? You're all right. Blackjack drops a bunch of bullets on the ground as he leaves the bathroom. He turns the corner and heads down some stairs and sees a security person standing in front of a very sinister-looking metal door. Ah, my good friend Calgo. No need to say anything. No need to say the password. Go right on in. I love you. Nope. We have a connection deeper than words, Calgo. Just go on inside. Go on. Blackjack slips past the security guard and walks into what appears to be a large cave system underneath the arena. There's a big sign over a cave tunnel that says, Keep out, unless you are Calgo. Blackjack immediately begins walking over toward it. I've been in this mascot outfit for so long that I don't know where I begin and Calgo ends. I know it's only been five minutes, but it feels like I've been Calgo for an eternity. As Blackjack, no one likes me. They don't like how I'm always killing them. How mad I get. They don't like my dystopian rants. But as Calgo, everyone loves Calgo. Everyone loves... Me. I am Calgo. I am Calgo. I am Calgo. Blackjack slash Calgo disappears down the tunnel and it gets darker and darker until he begins to see a faint but familiar green glow. 
he begins to hear all sorts of Gregorian-style chanting. You know, the kind of monotone, culty kind of chanting, and they are speaking only in Canadian Latin. You can probably imagine for yourself what that sounds like. I bet it sounds pretty funny. Blackjack slash Calgo walks into a large chamber and sees a bunch of naked people rolling around on a dirt floor in front of a spooky altar wearing a bunch of Friday the 13th masks, which were originally for hockey, by the way. Hey guys, check it out! Calgo made it! Come fuck me, Calgo! No way! Fuck me first, Calgo! Being in a cult rocks! A guy walks up to Blackjack slash Calgo and spreads his butt cheeks. Blackjack grabbing his nuts. Any girls in this cult? Silence! The slime ritual must commence first. Come on, Flora. Let Calgo fuck me first. Calgo will fuck you all soon enough, but first. That's what I mean. But first. Fuck my butt! But first, we must perform the ritual. Come, gather yourselves within the viewing chamber and bring towels. Put on those towels we got you. I don't know who told you to be naked. I just thought you guys were waiting for the ritual to start. Did someone tell you guys to be naked? It was Calgo! Silence! Everyone in this room already knows that I am Flora Fochuk, Hand of Gord, but I am going to say it anyway. As the wife of the most prominent Calgary flame, it is my duty to lead the ritual of whatever to please Almighty Gord. To please 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 Almighty Almighty Gord. Gord! Let's see. Who's it gonna be today? Who's it gonna be? Let's flip a coin. Anyone got a coin? We're naked. We don't have any pockets because we aren't wearing pants. Okay. Does anyone want to guess what I had for lunch today? Winner gets to please Gord. A hamburger. A hot dog. A penny. A bunch of soup. Breakfast. A quarter. The one cultist that was holding his butt cheeks open toward Blackjack slash Calgo now starts walking backwards towards Blackjack slash Calgo while remaining bent over and holding his butt cheeks open. He starts lightly bumping his butthole into Blackjack slash Calgo's thigh. Just pick this guy. He's going to get my outfit dirty. Good enough for me. Leonard, get on the slab. Calgo has spoken. Calgo! 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 The three cultists pick up Leonard and place him on what appears to be a ritualistic Canadian altar. He struggles a lot when they try to make him stop spreading his butt cheeks, but they eventually tie him down. A concession guy starts walking around the cult cave with a bunch of big tubes of slime. Slime here! Get your slime here! All cult members are entitled to one free tube of slime. I mean church members. We're church members. We don't refer to it as a cult because we're all cult members. My bad! All the cult members slowly file in to receive their tube of slime. Blackjack slash Calgo receives his last. Flora takes position behind a large podium and holds both of her arms high in the air. The ritual begins! Drink deeply the nectar of the earth and see Gord in his true form. Gord! The flaming heart of the earth itself! Drink! Drink! All of the cultists drink their slime up in one big snotty slurpy gulp. They all go, ah, at the end of the slurp, like it was refreshing, like Sprite or something during a basketball game in a commercial. Blackjack slash Calgo opens his tube of slime and pauses. He looks around the room and sees deranged eyes staring at him in anticipation. Am I Blackjack? Or am I Calgo now? I'm so scared. What do I do? Blackjack has a flashback to being a young boy. It's the night after the quiz bowl. Albany, 2006. 
He is on a haunted hayride with his good pal and quiz bowl partner, Scam Likely. Years before, hard living and drugs scrambled his brain. Hey, slow down on those energy drinks, Scam. No, I'm addicted. I'm just a kid. This isn't foreshadowing any future events. Buzz off. Don't have a cow, man. It's 2006. The towers will never fall in New York City. I'm pretty scared on this haunted hayride, Scam. I think I heard an owl. Don't be a chicken, Blackjack. You're always talking about how you want to be a cop and kill hundreds of people. How are you going to do that if you're scared? Hey, check that out. Young Scam points to a sign off a dirt path that the haunted hayride is passing by. It says, no children allowed, too scary. Quick, let's jump off and check it out. Gee, I don't know, Scam. It sounds pretty spooky. Scam jumps off the haunted hayride while the parents aren't looking. He waves over Blackjack, who frowns, but jumps off the hayride as well. Come on, Scam. We're going to get in trouble. This is too scary. It's so scary that it might change the course of our lives. (laughs) No, it won't. I'm going to check it out. Come on. Scam runs ahead of Blackjack down the path past the sign that says, No children allowed. Too scary. Hey, Fucking wait up. Blackjack chases after him. Scam is too far ahead, so he keeps losing track of him in the dark, scary woods. All of a sudden, he hears a blood-curdling scream come from Scam up ahead, and then silence. Where are you, Scam? I'm coming. Blackjack runs down the path and finds Scam on the ground. He is not moving. His eyes are open and his skin is pale. As Kid Blackjack goes through Kid Scam's wallet, he feels an enormous presence behind him suddenly and he turns around to see what it was that scared Scam so fucking badly. No, 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 you can't do this to me, no! In front of Blackjack is the scariest thing he ever saw. A pumpkin, not even a carved pumpkin, just a regular pumpkin, but towering at over three feet tall. The last thing young Blackjack remembers is throwing up everywhere. Then, he hears the beeping of hospital equipment, but Scam was never the same after that. Blackjack snaps into the present, the leering, creeping eyes of the sex cult. They don't seem nearly as scary as that three-foot-tall pumpkin from all those years ago. I know who I am. I'm Blackjack. I'm just wearing a Calgo costume. I am not Calgo. What's that, Calgo? Nothing. Blackjack pretends to knock back the big tube of slime, but stands to the side so that he can just dump it on the ground. He smiles really big and pretends to wipe his mouth, and then he rubs his tummy for a second like, yum, so good. Oh yeah, this slime is crazy. I totally want cupcake and cookie right now. I see a big motorcycle made of fucking chocolate fudge, and I really want to ride on it. Bananas Foster t-shirt. For me, that's a good thing. A bunch of the cultists go over to the tied-up guy, who is still really mad about having to stop holding his butthole open. They try to pour the slime in his mouth, but he shuts it like a baby and they pour it in his butt instead, which makes him smile really, really big. Leonard's acting really weird today. Enough! The ritual commences! Flora hits Leonard really hard in the leg with a hockey stick. On Manjapane! On Lindholm! On Goudreau! On Kachik! On Coleman, on Luchik, on Monahan, on Backland, on Kylington, Hannafin, on Lewis, on Dubé, on Markstrom, on Anderson, on Tanev, on Tafoli, on Vladar. On these names I summon Gord. 
Gord provides for us, so we must provide for Gord. Gord brings us uranium for us to make the slime and... Whoa, holy shit, the slime is kicking in. I really want cupcake right now. We better hurry this along. Someone light him up. The three cultists walk over carrying a big tankard of gasoline and start pouring it all over Leonard, who is smiling. I'm pouring syrup on my Skittles pancakes, yum. These chocolate chips are perfect for my cookie. So good. I'm seeing him as flan and I'm pouring caramel sauce on him. I'm so high on this drug that he looks like Spanish custard or whatever. I'm tripping balls and it feels good to see all this crazy shit. Flora drops a match and Leonard bursts into flames. The room instantly smells like burnt hair and roasted flesh. Neither Leonard or the other cultists stop smiling. From their points of view, he looks just like a big baked Alaska getting flambéed at a fancy restaurant on Madison Avenue, known for its famed square garden, which serves farm fresh salads. Yummy, 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 my tummy. A gummy bear just kissed me on the cheek. A chocolate rabbit just gave me a candy heart, and inside the heart was more candy. Yo, Snickerdoodle is low-key cinnamon-pilled and sugar vibes. <laughs> a cupcake told me he loved me, and he was brushing his teeth with a candy bar. I'm playing basketball with a gumball. I'm on my Scooby-Doo shit, eating mad snacks. But these aren't just for dogs. I'm talking about Snickers and Crackle, as well as others. I'm fucking a hot chocolate sundae. It said I could. Today is awesome. And now, follow me. The time of the summoning is upon us. Gord shall receive our blood sacrifices and revel in the goals our hockey players have scored in his name. All of the cultists stumble and bump into each other as they follow Flora to the next chamber. Blackjack follows, but stops to take a moment to regard Leonard's burnt corpse on the altar. He reaches out and touches his burnt forearm. I, like, never would have fucked you, man. Not in a million years. Rest in peace, though. Blackjack bumps his fist three times against his chest, which caves in a little, then walks down the tunnel and rejoins the group. We cut now to Oduber, who has walked three complete circles around the arena trying to catch up to the cotton candy man. Just when he gives up, he finds himself in front of a door labeled Control Room. Pretty convenient, but I'm not arguing. Oduber pushes the door open to see a high-tech, state-of-the-art control room like you see in the movies. There's like 10 screens, a bunch of knobs, cords, big levers. There's a bunch of LED gamer lights that keep changing color. It's all made by Alienware and looks super cool and expensive. Oduber doesn't see anyone in the control room at all and starts creeping toward the monitors to get a better look. Well, 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 what do we have here? This setup is pretty nice. Not as nice as Boyce's. Uh, Boyce, Boyce Billiards. My ex-wife's new husband, Boyce Billiards. He's got a Twitch stream and he does these crazy TikToks, but wait, hold up. Here's one thing he doesn't have. Seems to be a large missile of some kind with a skull and crossbones and a mushroom cloud drawn on it. Have... Have the Calgary Flames acquired a nuclear warhead? That would fundamentally shift the power balance of the Western Conference's Pacific Division. And wait a minute. This setup isn't nice at all. It's all running Windows 96. Boyce has the latest MacBook. <laughs> I gotta tell him about this shoddy setup. He'd really get a kick out of... 
Oduber stops talking about Boyce Billiard suddenly as he spies Blackjack on the security monitor talking to a dead, burned-up guy. Oh, well, I guess he's doing stuff already. Let's see Detective Woman or Dr. Woman or whatever. Let's see what she's doing. Oduber starts flipping through different camera angles in the stadium until he finds Detective Doctor sitting in her seat in the stands holding up a picture of the cover of Infinite Jest on her phone to a very bored Johnny Rocket. I was going to leave her up there and just go find Blackjack myself, but now I feel bad for this guy. Well, I better do something. Oduber grabs a microphone nearby and presses a button to make a statement to the entire stadium. Oduber over the loudspeaker. Can I please get, um, what's her name? She was my, um... Can I get the girl of the group to come to the control room, please? If you recognize my voice and you are the girl in my group, please come to the control room. I know it starts with the D. Anyway, if that's you, come here. Bye-bye. Oduber watches the monitor as Detective Doctor remains unmoved, explaining the physics of tennis to Johnny Rocket, who is putting headphones on. Out of the corner of his eye, Oduber sees a monitor that the Flames cult members have turned on Blackjack, and he's in trouble hanging over a big Stanley cup filled with magma. Yikes. Out of the corner of his other eye, he sees a button that says disarm nuke. His finger hovers directly over it for like 15 seconds. But then he says, there's no time. I gotta go save Blackjack. He's my best friend in the world after Boyce. Boyce Billiards. I don't have time to explain it, but he's my ex-wife's new husband and he rocks. Oduber then straightens his wall-eyed eyes. Wall-eyed is the opposite of cross-eyed. It's like fish eyes where your left eye looks to the left and your right eye looks to the right. We here at E1 think that this is just as funny as being cross-eyed and bolts for the secret basement of the stadium. Oduber goes flying down stairwell after stairwell using various fans to break his falls and slow him down for corners. He opens a maintenance tunnel under the stadium that gradually transitions from a tiled floor to solidified lava rock. Looks like lava. Volcano this way must be. Oduber hesitates for a moment as he sees some level one guards. These guys are staring at walls. They keep glitching through the floor and respawning. Two of them are stuck inside of each other and they just keep recycling through the same dialogue over and over again. Have you heard any word from the provinces? Yeah, some weather we're having. Some weather we're having. Are you seeing ya? Have you heard any word from the provinces? These guys mean business. Oduber pops around a corner and starts blasting the guards with his gun. Bang, bang, bang. Nearly all his shots miss, but the guards are clipping into each other so they can't properly face toward him. He reloads slowly and manages to finally kill them all. Man, I sure hope those were guards and not just some guys. Oduber runs on through the volcano passage until he arrives at a big cave room that is glowing red from all the magma in it. Magma is really hot, like 200 degrees, and you can see the sweat instantly bead on Oduber's head. In the corner of the room, there's an evil goon using the magma to warm up a Mama Cozy frozen supreme pizza from Aldi. Hey man, I'm hanging up right in fucking front of you. Stop looking at the frozen pizza. Blackjack is hanging about 10 feet away over a bubbling pit of magma. Blackjack, what happened? I'm here to save you. Throw me your gun, Oduber. I think I can shoot my way out of this one. If I shoot the rope, I'll fall harmlessly into the lava. I don't think the lava's that hot. That guy's been cooking that pizza for like 10 minutes. If you say so, Blackjack, here goes nothing. Oduber hurls the pistol toward Blackjack, but it ricochets off a stalactite, then a stalagmite, and then a plastic lawn flamingo that we forgot to mention earlier, and it bounces right into the magma and it melts instantly. In the distance, we hear someone slow clapping as they approach. 
hot enough for you? Hot enough? For me? No. See, I've learned a lot from my partner, Blackjack, here. I finally know how to be a bastard. I learned how to give cool, dark, and edgy speeches, so no. No. It's not hot enough for me. But it will be for you when I put a million-degree bullet right between your eyes. Blackjack, catch! You shoot her! I'm scared! Oduber rolls onto his back and splits his pants. He grabs a second hidden gun from his ankle holster and he throws it over at the hanging Blackjack. The gun completely misses and bounces off a stalactite, then a stalagmite, and then a plastic lawn flamingo that we forgot to mention earlier. Well, maybe we mentioned it once. And it bounces right into the magma and melts instantly. All right, all right. I messed up. I blew it. So just just say your thing. Ha! It seems you've figured out everything. You know almost as much as little Susie Drumheller, it appears. You know all about the active volcano underneath the Calgary Flame Stadium? and how it is the ritual summoning ground for the ancient fire spirit gourd. And you've realized that the volcano contains a gate from whence the fire god is summoned. And basically, we're summoning him right now. And the reason is, we want to make a sacrifice to him. Because he's helped us achieve our dream, making a nuclear warhead. Because basically, gourd brings us uranium from the center of the earth, And that's also the same uranium we use to make slime, which funds the Calgary Flames nuclear operation. And you probably realize the reasons we did all of this is to gain supremacy in the Western Conference's Pacific Division. Because as you know, the Edmonton Oilers are staunch division rivals, and they have won five cups to our one. Truth be told, that Stanley Cup you're dangling over is a fake. We don't have enough real ones to use them willy-nilly in our schemes. But you knew that, didn't you? The Calgary Flames are a hockey team? You figured this all out going back to the moment you saw that girl who got domed by a clapper. Little Susie Drumheller. Don't get me started on little Susie Drumheller. She knew so much. Way too much. It's insane how much she knew. I can't even bring myself to think about how much she knew. I mean, she knew a lot. Like, uh, she knew about some Canadian social security numbers that are compromising to our cult. She knew about the fire god, Gord. She knew his favorite ice cream flavor, his favorite hockey player, favorite color, the works. The things she knew could fill a book. We don't even know where she got this stuff. She just knew so much. Just because she stunk so much doesn't mean she deserved to die. What else? What else do you already know? Oh. The killer guy. Basically, we use guys that aren't good enough to be in the NHL to kill people with slap shots. And basically, they all use the same kind of hockey stick because it's kind of tradition. I wish we had a better explanation, but it's just kind of tradition. But you figured all that out, didn't you? That's right. Now we're going to take you down. What's what's your name? Who's the, the fire guy, Gorp? I think it's Goad. My name is Flora Flochick. I'm one of the player's wives. I think of myself as a wife first and a cult leader who worships a fire demon second. Basically, the players are too busy playing hockey to run the cult, so it falls upon us gals. And the fire spirit is of course named Gord, but you already knew that. Look, Dora, I don't care what Gorp is made out of. It could be fire, rocks, guts for all I care. 
I'm going to shoot him and kill him and take you down. Do you have a gun I could borrow? I threw both of mine already. Ha! Throwing your weapons into the lava was your one mistake. It will be easy for Gord to engulf you in flames now. Did somebody say Gord? Oh, there you are. Would you mind engulfing these nincompoops in flame for the glory of Calgary? Uh, don't mind if I do. Not so fast, Gord. Gorp? Is that you? No, you idiot. It's Detective Doctor. That's right. Just in the nick of time. Silence, mortal. I am the immortal being of fire, Gord. My people have plenty of food because I procure what my servants need. And they all get cool cars with flames on the side because they do whatever I say and I reward them for it. I am a super powerful being beyond your comprehension, and I can imagine all possibilities and potentialities, and there is nothing that I can be surprised by. Here, let me list some possibilities that I am capable of imagining. A square with five sides. A star explodes into the shape of a beautiful red rose. A Chinese finger trap for white people. A rainbow of seven completely new colors. In my mind, I'm constantly seeing colors you couldn't even fathom. Durple, Kroonge, Koborinj. That one's pretty close to Kroonge, but you get the idea. A picture of a beautiful woman that when you turn it upside down, it is the planet Earth. I lived in a black hole once for three months. I can count to the number one billion instantly. Maybe I can't surprise you, Gord, but I know someone who can. He was a professor at Pomona College, and he had some really interesting ideas in his little book. <laughs> well, it wasn't a little book, but check this out. What if there was a videotape that was so fun and so entertaining to watch that you never wanted to stop watching it? And you just watched it forever, because it was so fun. And then imagine this. What if the name of that videotape was Infinite Jest? Kind of like the line that guy says in Shakespeare when he holds up the other guy's skull, and he says, Alas, this is just like Infinite Jest. Whoa! That would be so trippy if the video was that fun to watch. I would probably watch it forever. And since I'm an immortal being of fire, I mean literally forever. Like God would die of old age before I was done watching it. That shit is so crazy that I actually might die right now from imagining it. <laughs> the immortal being of fire melts into a pile of ash before their very eyes. When he dies, he drops 10 elixirs, 10 phoenix downs, and a rare trading card of himself with a small piece of his special Calgary Flames jersey in the card. And his jersey number is 00, by the way. You did it, Miss Doctor! You defeated Gorp! Oduber, grab the cult leader! Oduber places Flora in handcuffs, and they all slowly gather around the dusty pile of ash that was once Gord. I won't do a day in the clink! Everything that actually happened is so stupid that no one will ever believe you when you say it. Normally, scumbag, I'd call my ten toes a jury and due process your ass to hell myself. But we gotta make this one stick. As much as it pains me to do so, we're gonna bring you in to answer for all the crimes you just admitted to us that you did. Blackjack, you're a hell of a cop. I, I know you want to do the right thing, but man, 
man, this arrest isn't about them. It's not about the public or justice or doing the right thing. This was all about me and you going around, raising hell and having fun. I don't see why our verdict should be any different than a jury's. Take her out, Blackjack. Execute her. You deserve it. Oduber, when I first met you, I thought you were a huge pussy. I thought you were a fat, sloppy, annoying fuck. I thought you were nothing but a small dick and a set of soft hands, but then I realized something. You were nothing but a small dick and a set of soft hands who doesn't mind it at all when I totally freak out and fly off the handle and get irrationally violent. So thank you. Odubra pushes a struggling Flora over to Blackjack, who smiles a knowing smile. Go ahead, Blackjack. Let's end this like we started it. For little Susie Drumheller. You did it. No, Oduber. I didn't do it. We did it. Together. So let's do this together. My man. Blackjack and Oduber pick up the cult leader Flora, hoist her backwards, and toss her into the liquid magma below, instantly killing her. But she does that thing where she is like reaching out of the lava as it is killing her, so it looks really dramatic with her arm outstretched. Also, it smells pretty bad in there now. Blackjack, you're like a father to me. One that's younger. I just want to say you are cool as fuck and you always say the most epic shit and that, well, <laughs> I just want to tell you that I love you. All right, you're just fucking milking it now. We had a nice moment and you had to fucking push it. Don't milk it, man. Fuck. Just let the moment land. Fuck. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'm sick of fucking Canada. I need to pop some like fucking psycho pilot pills and fuck, fuck, fuck for three days straight. I'm going to go to the bunny ranch and blow my paycheck on the craziest bitch I can find. I need to nut and I need to nut again. And I need Wait, to- Wait, are you guys just going? This is a whole crime scene. We need to- Blackjack already walking away. I'm going to fucking walk into the bunny ranch. I'm already fucking jacking off my dick out of my pants. Fucking just fucking bam, bam, and my balls hanging out. I'm just fucking I'm just pulling on my balls. Later that week, we see Oduber and Blackjack standing on stage next to an empty podium as cameras flash non-stop and a crowd murmurs. Soon, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau approaches the podium and begins a speech. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Today is a dark day for Canadians. It's especially ironic since Tim Hortons is doing two-for-one Timbits today to commemorate the four-year anniversary of Shawn Mendes' self-titled album and his hit single, Alberta Lady. But all the Timbits in the world could not lift the heavy spirits of Canadians today. The Calgary Flames have acquired a nuclear warhead, and there is nothing we can do about it. We do not have any nukes of our own, and we are powerless to tell them what to do. As the world grapples with the emergence of a new nuclear-powered threat to global stability, Canadians must reckon with our own evil nature. What spurred seemingly mild-mannered Canucks to unleash so much potential suffering upon the world? There is something wrong with all of us. But anyway... We still must commend those who tried to stop this horrible new reality from coming into existence, even though they failed. Oduber, Blackjack, you're some of the toughest sons of bitches I have ever laid eyes on. And although these brave detectives failed to stop the nuclearization of one of our country's beloved sports franchises, I'd like to remind you that they did stop an evil fire demon from wreaking havoc. That's got to count for something. Some people say Gord wasn't real, gods aren't real. But even metaphorically, isn't it important, at the end of the day, to kill a god? These cult guys were all on a weird drug called slime, too. So we can't say what really happened anyway, but 
these brave detectives did stop the distribution of slime. And isn't that what's important? To get drugs off the streets. Thank you, brave men. Because of your bravery, it is now time for you to receive the Queen's Jubilee Medallion, the highest honor in all of Canada. And here is a check for $200 and also a voucher for free Canadian Tire for life. Don't spend it all in one place. As Oduber and Blackjack solemnly put on their medallions, we see a series of quick, somber shots of famous and important people all around the world. The Dalai Lama is shaking his head, very disappointed in the Calgary Flames. Mother Teresa's daughter, Daughter Teresa, is crying into her hands at a table, and on the table is a newspaper that says, The Calgary Flames have acquired a nuclear warhead. We also see a bunch of guys from the UN, like uh, Kofi Annan and Boutros Boutros Ghali, and they're all telling each other that today is a dark day and they do not like it at all. The screen fades to black, and then we see some text about some of the characters we met along this journey. Oduber returned to his wife's house, where he and Boyce Billiards drank many a blue moon and high-fived after many a fierce Mario Kart race. Oduber gifted Boyce Billiards a double-wide mirror for his birthday, which he loved, and the two of them invented a new TikTok dance in front of that mirror, and it made them go viral to millions and millions of teenagers around the globe. Detective Doctor left the force to join Activision Blizzard as an indie game dev in order to make Rocket League 2, but only on her terms. She insisted that many themes and motifs from Infinite Jest were implemented, which was a victory to women who like Infinite Jest everywhere. Basically, they added a tennis mode and also the cars can now get addicted to heroin. Despite the case earning Captain Coldwater a promotion, he quit the force because he was heartbroken that his employees did not marry his two daughters. He took his adult daughters and they all moved to Disneyland, where they work as Disney princesses, and he works as the Disneyland chief of police. Lisa Sing Song went on to win the Academy Award for Greatest Oscar, and also she sang a song at the Oscars called Lisa Sing Song's Big Break. She sang so good at the Oscars that Christina Aguilera committed suicide right in the audience with a giant bomb. Lisa Sing Song sang during the explosion and it exploded right when she hit a really high note. Her hair looked amazing in the pictures. Scam likely killed himself when all the slime dried up. No one noticed because he was a loser. But don't let that deter you from doing fun drugs like slime. Scam was a loser for other reasons. Doing drugs was actually the best thing about him. Basically, he was a loser because of that scene where he got scared of the big pumpkin. Remember that? If that happened to you also, you are a big loser too. If you like drugs and partying, that's cool. Three weeks after his initial suicide, he made a full recovery and returned to the forest. Lastly, way fucking after the credits roll, we see Blackjack in a cherry red Corvette, top down, speeding through the Nevada desert at over 200 fucking miles per hour. The wind is whipping his hair around. He's wearing super cool sunglasses that look like those little sunglasses from the Matrix, and a smile begins to crest his face. He sees a sign, 15 miles to the Bunny Ranch. Your first fuck is on us. He leans back and a woman raises her head up from his lap. He's been getting his dick sucked on the entire time, and he's still driving to some pussy. What a dog. 
the end. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is.